Well, thanks everybody for joining us today. Uh, We're trying something a little bit different with our Sunday evening gatherings for the first trimester of the month on the first and third Sunday. We're coming back together Sunday evening in a small group format uh, where we're discussing some of the very practical applications from the sermon that morning. And one of our elders, Kevin Stockton, preached this morning introducing our theme for the first trimester of God and Family First. And then this evening, we came together in small groups, and we discussed some of the ways in which we can apply some of the principles that he outlined for us this morning. So if you haven't listened to that, if you weren't here or you haven't had a chance to listen to that sermon, uh, it's available on this podcast channel as well, and I'd encourage you to go back and take a listen to that. Uh, So what we're going to do now is just spend a few minutes recapping some of the things that we discussed in our groups. Each of the three of us, myself, Kevin, and Jeremy, led one of these small group discussions. And so we're just going to kind of recap a couple of the main takeaways from this evening. So Kevin, I'll start with you since you were the one that uh, preached this morning and put these uh, questions together. Uh, What was one of the main takeaways that stuck out to you from your all's discussion this evening? We talked about the, the foolishness of believing that just because I'm a faithful Christian, that because I'm an elder and my wife's an elder's wife or I'm a preacher or a Bible class teacher, whatever in a leadership position, that just because I'm a faithful Christian that my children or my family members or even other people I have influence over will be faithful. Um, and it's so foolish because we have examples even in Scripture of Eli and Samuel who were phenomenal spiritual leaders in their culture, but their children were train wrecks. Mm-hmm. And um, to the point that the Israelites didn't even want to worship because of particularly Eli's son. So we talked about what are some of the, the reasons that that happens. Um, and I think the one that, that stuck out to me the most that we talked about tonight was just the idea that as an elder or as you gentlemen as evangelists could spend so much time, and it's good time, helping other people helping other Christians even within this local body, if we neglect our families to help others, that we can lose our families. Mm -hmm. And our families are the most important thing on our plates right now, especially if we still have children at home. Uh, And we don't want to be guilty of losing our children to the world because of all of the good time even that we spent, the fruitful time we spent helping others. Yeah, one of the things that when we were discussing very similar, you know, points, you know, in all of these classes, one thing that really came out in our discussion of that idea is the danger of, because it's the reality of everybody makes their own decisions, right? Everybody ultimately will make their own decisions, and I'm not uh, answerable to the decisions ultimately that even my children make. But sometimes we spend too much time in that reality, and that was a big, you know, kind of point that was made in our class of we almost excuse ourselves then of, well, because I I don't, I can't control what they do, and that reality is there, now that lessens my responsibility in some way. And so we had a really good discussion about that that isn't the case, that, yeah, I may not answer for the decisions that my kids or even the people around me make. But I'm certainly going to answer for the way that I handled them and the opportunities I had to influence them. But sometimes living in that reality hampers then mm-hmm. an understanding about what our real responsibility is. Yeah, one of the things that we talked about, we discussed one of the questions about, you know, what what are some of the main reasons that children of faithful Christians fall away? 
one of the things that we talked about that I think connects with what you guys were just discussing is that uh, sometimes we get very good at raising rule followers. And I know that we can probably all be guilty of that as parents at times where, you know, following rules is really important and you have to train your children to be obedient and they understand consequences of breaking the rules. All that's very, very important. But when you raise children to be rule followers, then you raise children that really don't have faith and really don't understand faith at all. And as a preacher, as an elder, as a deacon, as a, just a faithful Christian in general, we want our children to look and appear obedient to those around us. That's important to us. And so we can get caught up in raising rule followers, and then we raise children void of any true faith, void of an understanding of grace and mercy and what that means, and certainly void of love. And when we raise children that way, we shouldn't be surprised, unfortunately, when they grow up and that rule-following foundation that they have been raised upon crumbles beneath their feet. And we had we had some really good discussion around that, some really open discussion from even parents who have experienced that as they've raised children, and some of them, unfortunately, have fallen away, and they can look back and see that. And you know, for me, as someone who's currently raising my children, uh, that is really helpful to hear uh, some of those more experienced parents be vulnerable about their experience uh, with some of that. I was, that was a part of the discussion that I really appreciated. Yeah, you think about De- Deuteronomy chapter 6, which, Kevin, you talked about this morning, and, and certainly we, we included it in our discussion tonight. You know, sometimes we—, we we get, you know, it's the love God with everything that you have and focus on his words. You know, that's verse six. But seven, eight, and nine really point to what you were just talking about, that it's so much more than just making sure that the people around us, our children, know what the rules are. But yet at the same time, they also see it in the in the mm-hmm. life that I live. And, and so that's, you know, that is there in that passage where he talks about, you know, writing it on your hands. You can see that. But putting it on your forehead, that's for everyone else to see. Or putting it on your house or on your gates. I mean, that that's for, you know, that's for everyone else. And so the point is there, you know, I, I'm showcasing it in the way that I live, mm-hmm. n- not just in, you know, do what I say, not what I do kind of scenario. And, and that, you know, certainly... It is a huge, huge problem, but it's got to be, you know, a big focus. And we've talked about that certainly as well. And it's so easy, I think, in in a leadership position to fall into the trap of just really wanting to make sure that your family looks really good oh, on yeah. the outside. Yep. <laughs> and mm-hmm. the children can see right through that. Yep. Mm-hmm. They can see through the hypocrisy. They can see through the lack maybe of joy. We had someone bring up an excellent point in our group discussion that was just the importance of sharing Bible verses with our children that talk about the joy and the happiness of serving God. That's a positive thing, not just dwell mm-hmm. on the don'ts. Um, because if they don't see any joy in our lives, why would they sign up for this? Yep. We had that uh, similar discussion uh, around somebody brought up just the dangers of, of being someone who complains all the time or is just always seeing the negative. Nobody's drawn to that. Nobody Nobody's going to sign up for that. And really, as Christians, when you think about what we have in Christ, we should be the most positive people in the world. And we we have we've been freed from sin. We have the hope of heaven that awaits us. We have our our Lord as our friend and Savior. What do we have to be? What do we have to complain about? We we have everything 
um, that has been given to us. And so we should be very positive. And the more we emanate that and live into that reality, our children are going to be drawn to that. They're going to want to be a part of that. They're, they're going to be able to rise above just the rule-following nature, rise above, I, I want to make sure I look the part, and they're really going to begin to embrace their own walk with Christ and really find the joy for themselves that, that we as, as Christians have and hopefully are demonstrating to everyone else around us. Yeah, one kind of thing that we got to, and I'm glad we did, it, it kind of happened at the very end, so it was, ended up being the last thing that we kind of were discussing. But just kind of surrounding that, you know, that final question of, you know, what what are some of the things we can be thinking about today that can have, a, you know, an impact on uh, maybe not today, but has an impact, you know, down the line. And certainly been thinking about your own kids. People do that all the time, but also opening your mind up mm-hmm. as we are a family here at Traders Point to, to thinking about the influence that I can have. And one of the examples that I, you know, that I used and now, you know, Abby, my oldest or my youngest was in the room, uh, you know, with us. And, and I said, you know, we all the time would like to think, you know, when Abby is 60 or 70 years old, that she still is thinking about, you know, her mom and dad because they had, you know, influence, you know, on her. We're easy on those. Mm-hmm. Well, Aiden Young was sitting at the very front, you know, up there close to me. And I said, we've got to be able to, in our mind, to think about, well, what about when Aiden Young is 60 years old? I'm I'm gone. I'm 50 years, 60 years. He's 70 years old or 80 years old. I'm long gone by that point. But can I still have had an influence on him where he Mm -hmm. can still be thinking, you know, about that? And everybody in there agreed but then we ultimately kind of worked our way to the reality that in order for that has to, to happen, Aiden here at 18, him and I have to have a relationship right now that I, I can't wait till he's 60. I'm gone at that point. But now to open ourselves up to say, listen, it, that, that simple relationship or conversation with someone 10 years younger than you, 15 years younger than you, a 10-year-old, you know, having that conversation, you don't know that now the influence that you can have, and that's how you build. I said, you know, I kind of close with the thought of, what if all of us were doing that, right? Mm-hmm. What if everybody was thinking that way? Now the strength um, of influence and wisdom that you can build, now you are pushing out 50, 60, 70, 80. Uh, Kevin, as you made mention of 100 years, that's how you, that's how you reach out that far. And I made that confession myself tonight that one thing I can change right now in my life is just being a lot better at interacting with our young people. My children are are grown, and spending time with them after services, outside of services, investing in their lives. Mm -hmm. Um, And and I was convicted even more when Campbell Carlson actually made the point in our discussion that he felt something he needed to do better was to try to learn wisdom from older people. Mm -hmm. And so if you've got someone willing... Mm -hmm and you have an opportunity to give that, then <laughs> yeah. shame on me if I don't. <laughs> That's a great That's right. point. A great point. Well, anything else you guys want to bring up before we, before we stop? I think this was, again, the first time we did this. I think overall it was a success. Uh, I'm looking forward to the, the next time we do this, and uh, we will continue to provide a little bit of a recap uh, in this format after these first and third Sunday get-together. So keep looking for these. Uh, hopefully you can come and be a part of them. And then midweek, use this as a little bit of a reminder and refresher of some of the things that we discussed. 